Hello and welcome to another real estate podcast. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, co-chair of professional standards at Tri-County Suburban Realtors, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen. Today's topic is a relevant one. We are not in a housing bubble. Repeat after me. We are not in a housing bubble. We are not in a housing bubble. Now, let me help you believe it. For those who lived through the dot-com fiasco around the turn of the century, I never dreamed I would say those words related to real estate. But there was a real housing bubble 15 years ago, and this market is clearly different. That's not to say that it lacks drama or that it has not been incredibly frustrating on many levels for both buyers and sellers. But let's be clear, what we recently experienced is not a housing bubble. And no, I'm not changing the meaning of the word bubble as some are doing with the word recession. The current real estate market is softening in many areas due to increased inventory. This includes many leftovers that needed less competition or a lower price to sell. In addition, we have rising but historically low interest rates. Over the past couple of years, a frenzy was created by the combination of historically low inventory, a global pandemic, and competition which greatly elevated prices. This frenzy among buyers will have lasting implications. Many are now regretting their purchase decisions. Whether they came to feel that they overpaid where they cut corners, including buying sight unseen and or without inspections to compete, many are stuck with homes whose values may have dropped or that may have had unknown or undisclosed material defects, or homes they rushed to buy without doing enough due diligence to make sure it really met their needs and wants. Many sellers overplayed their hands and wished they had sold. None of this makes the recent market a housing bubble as the frenzy was created by the actions of buyers and sellers. The real housing bubble 15 years ago was caused by government meddling that led to loose financing standards designed to increase home ownership among certain groups. Credit scores and ratios were greatly impacted to make more buyers qualify. Many also got sucked into buying adjustable rate loans that when they reset, they could no longer afford. At any rate, we can debate the details and or the intent if you wish, but the ends used in did not justify the means. While some may have enjoyed months of owning their own home, many lost them and their savings when the bubble burst and almost crashed our entire economy. One question that seems to be on the mind of many people is this, is now a good time to buy? Buying real estate, as I often say in my blogs, podcasts, and social media posts, is a personal decision that depends on your wants and needs. Another way to look at this is to consider what would happen if you wait. Interest rates could go higher or not. Supply may increase or not. Over time, while not a guarantee, real estate prices tend to rise despite or in spite of external factors. The housing bubble showed you that you cannot force things to happen any more than you can time the market. Again, this is not a housing bubble, so I do not expect a sudden drop in pricing. However, prices will always fluctuate locally and across regions. 
Real estate is a supply and demand commodity subject to the normal effects of economics, marketing, and the overall economy. One specific aspect to consider as far as inventory and pricing is that there has been a moratorium on foreclosures throughout the pandemic. I've heard estimates that we have about a two-year supply that will be made available. This will likely be a measured process to avoid oversupply, which would depress selling prices. Foreclosures may or may not appeal to the average buyer, and while appearing to increase supply, meaning inventory, and perhaps depress selling prices, they are not likely to have any impact on the pricing of typical resale homes. Please call me if you'd like to discuss this in further detail. I can add knowledge and insight to whatever data and information you have. Please remember that when it comes to selling or buying what is likely your biggest asset and largest overall investment, there's no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Hire wisely. We are not all the same.